Michael Cleveland is a fiddle player who's been making a name for himself in the bluegrass community. Along with his band Flamekeeper, he made an album called Tall Fiddler in 2019 that won a Grammy for Bluegrass Album of the Year. The album featured greats like Bela Fleck, Del McCurry, Jerry Douglas, and Tommy Emmanuel. He was also featured in a documentary called Flamekeeper that explored his life and music. I had a chance to catch up with Michael recently on tour. We talked about his music, his band, and his fiddle playing. I hope you dig it. Well, you've been uh, uh, touring around the country with your band Flamekeeper, and I was just wondering uh, how, how life has been on the road for you since the, things have re reopened and everyone's out touring and, and seeing music again. Well, this summer is going to be especially busy because uh, we got some dates with Flamekeeper, and then uh, I'm also, uh, I played on a record with Bela Fleck called My Bluegrass Heart, uh, Bela's new album, and right. that... Uh, won the Grammy for Best Bluegrass album back in, uh, well, April this year. They they moved the awards to uh, April, I think. But uh, they uh, we've been doing tours uh, for My Bluegrass Heart, and we've been out. Uh, we did a few dates at the end of May, and then this run here, we've actually been out for about a week. And we flew from Telluride playing with Bela to uh, uh, to Flamekeeper playing here, Grass Valley, and then we're going to rejoin Bela uh, after uh, we fly back tomorrow. We fly back to Colorado and meet everybody, meet up with everybody, and, and uh, join up for another couple weeks. So it's going to be really busy. You know, we don't do a lot of like touring where you stay out and you stay gone for weeks at a time because for for bluegrass it's just unless you can line up a lot of really good dates it's just not an advantage to do it you know it doesn't make sense money wise most of the time but so so this this level of touring has been something that i haven't done in a while and i'm i'm loving it i'm it's great to be playing again and it's uh I think people are finally feeling like they can get out and enjoy music and man, you know, just reconnecting with people that you haven't seen in, in two years or three, you know, but it's great. I couldn't be happier. That's fantastic. Um, who all is uh, playing with you and uh, Bela Fleck? Is, is it just you two or do you have a whole band? <laughs> well, there's a few different configurations because this album had a lot of different people on it. It had a... Uh, uh, the one, the band that I was in, it was me and Dominic Leslie and Cody Kilby and uh, Paul Coward from Punch Brothers playing bass. And then uh, he had, you know, like uh, uh, mandolin players. He had Sierra Hull and Dominic and Sam Bush. Um, I know, and Chris Thiele. So those are the four mandolin players. So we've been doing dates lately. Uh, me and Brian Sutton, Sierra Hull, Mark Schatz, and uh, Sierra's husband, Justin Moses, right. who uh, 
is incredible. Like, he plays everything. He plays dobro. He plays twin banjos with Bela. He plays twin fiddles with me. Sings. Sings his butt off. Yeah. It's it's sickening. <laughs> but, uh, so we've been, we've been having a blast with that. And then, uh, the last time we, we did these four dates at the end of last month, and that was Cody Kilby and Jacob Jolliffe and and me and Bela and Mark and Justin, and that was cool too, you know. Right. But, um, it's pretty advanced music, you know, so whoever does it, there's a lot of rehearsal involved, and, you know, there is a flame keeper too, but, you know, a lot of it is more, what we do is, is very much more traditional than what Bela does, and, you know, and that's been good for me in another way, because that's pushed me like I haven't been in a long time. You know, it's really challenging music to learn and, and remember, you know what I mean? Right, but, right. absolutely. But it's, it's all good. I like playing it all. Yeah. Well, Bela does, um, he, he does a very expansive um, uh, set of influences and yeah. his, his styles are, are pretty wide ranging and, and pretty incredible. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I'm I'm kind of interested in um, uh, your the, the songwriting process and song selection process. So yeah. um, when it comes to touring, when it comes to recording, um, how much of the, the stuff you guys are, are recording is uh, are, are um, kind of classic tunes that have been around for a long time, and how much are you guys um, writing together as a group? Well, we do write, uh, especially you know, I, I write some instrumental tunes. Uh, I haven't written any vocals. Uh, I've just. I'm not really a singer. I'll sing something every once in a while or sing a harmony part here and there, but uh, our guitar player, Josh, has written some songs. Uh, and what we try to do is, rather than playing things that people have heard a lot, we try to go back and find obscure songs or songs that you know other writers in the music have uh, sent us that is kind of newer or obscure things that you can rearrange and, and make something new out of it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So that's what we that's what we try for if we don't have original material of our own. But yeah, try and keep it kind of fresh for the the, yes. the fans that out there that aren't hearing the same songs over and over yeah, again. Yeah, now the time. live, you know, we'll play the standards and we'll play. Uh, you know, the Orange Blossom special and stuff that people want to hear, you know, but yeah. uh, on the records, we try to, to come up with some different things right. and uh, kind of put our own stamp on it. Absolutely. Well, on the, the last record that you, uh, you you put out, you played with so many legends, and uh, I was interested in how the, the selection process it came about to who you played with, and um, what were some of the, the, the standout um, uh, oh, recording sessions with you? That was such a fun album. Uh, so, I guess how it started coming together was, um, I, I remember hearing that Tall Fiddler, I remember listening to Tommy because I'm a big guitar nut. You know, I play guitar some, but not in the style that he plays. I'm more of a flat picker kind of thing. But I really like to listen to to good guitar players. You know, thumb style, finger style, or I really like chicken picking, like Kelly players. I love Brent Mason and Guthrie Trap and all those kind of guys that, that play that style. And so I was. Uh, 
I was listening to a Tommy Emmanuel album and I heard that tall fiddler and I I didn't know the title or anything. I just hit play and it just it came on and I was like, man, that's a fiddle tune. I got to find out more about that. <laughs> and uh, so then it evolved into this cool story about he he wrote the tune about Byron Berline and playing with Byron and Byron was the tall fiddler. Okay. And so. Um, our producer Jeff White, his uh, one of his bands that he plays with is Jerry Douglas and Earl's Lester, and uh, Jerry is managed by the same guy that managed manages Tommy Emmanuel. Oh. So they were able to get we were able to get in touch through that, and uh, you know we hadn't played with I had seen Tommy I played some shows here and there with him and I, I think we were kind of aware of each other and uh, and he said that he would do it and we were we were pretty pumped and we we worked it up we just worked up an arrangement sent it to him I said hey man what do you think of this and like he just showed up to the studio we didn't really rehearse it or anything in about 30 minutes we had a track right. and it was just and Tommy, just to, to get to to be around him, he's such a, I don't know, joyful guy, I guess I could, should say, because he just loves to play. I mean, he's constantly, constantly playing, and, and uh, you can tell he's just, after all these years, he still loves the music. But, uh, so that, uh, and then, you know, we did the... Uh, the thing with Bela, like, I had, I had done any kind of co-writing or uh, instrumental-wise, um, and I met Bela through the, uh, there's a documentary that some guys in Missouri did on me a couple of years ago, and in the filming of that, uh, we went to Nashville and got a bunch of the Nashville guys that I played some with, like Sam Bush and Vince Gill and uh, Tim O'Brien. And uh, and I hadn't really played with Bela, but uh, uh, Jeff White, our producer again, he was, uh, he actually played the, played an opera spot with Bela, and he was he was talking, he said, you know, a bunch of us are coming over uh, to my house and we're going to do some filming with Mike for this documentary. And and Bela said, well, you know, I don't really know much about it, but I'll come over. You know, we had played a tune here or there in a jam session or whatever. Right. And so Bela had sent, uh, because the producer of the film said, it'd be cool if you could play some of these guys' tunes with them, you know. So, like... Ronnie McCurry, we played Quicksburg Rendezvous and, you know, one of his tunes. And then, uh, uh, yes, yeah, Sabela so sent a couple, and I learned them, and we got to the to the jam, you know. We, we were playing through all the, the standard stuff, and we had played for about an hour, hour and a half, and we hadn't played these tunes, you know. And uh, we got done. And I thought, man, I've learned these tunes, and we ain't going to play them at all. And so I said, hey, Bela, let's play this uh, this medley of tunes you sent, you know. 
He said, oh, you learned that? I said, yeah. And so we, we played it. We played through the thing. And, and after that, he's like, you like to learn tunes? I said, yeah, why not? You know? And he said, well, you know, some people don't. I, I, you like learning tunes? I said, yeah, I do. And uh, he said, well, I'll call you sometime. I write a lot of complicated stuff. I said, yeah, I know, but uh, I, I, I would like to try. And uh, and he said, well, I'll holler at you. And I thought, well, yeah, right, you know. And he, he sure did, you know. And he, um, well, I think the first thing, I, I think he had said that he was going to record and we were in the middle of maybe starting to work on that. And I just asked him, I said, hey, man, would you want to write something for this record? And... Uh, he said, "Yeah, sure." And we sent some ideas back and forth. And he had a he had a start of something, and that I really liked. And we sent that back and forth a little bit. And he's like, "Well, why don't you come over to the house someday this week, and we'll work on it." And so here I was, you know, at Bela Fleck's house writing writing a tune. You know, I never would have dreamed in a million years. And so. Um, yeah, that that one, and then the uh, the one that uh, another one that was really fun was Tennessee Plates because that's not bluegrass at all. Like we did, uh, it was uh, Larry Adamanowick on drums and uh, Barry Bales on bass and uh, Guthrie Trapp, one of the great telly players I mentioned earlier in, in Nashville, and uh, Sam Bush playing mandolin and slide mandolin and singing and Jeff White and uh, I think that's everybody that played on it but it was cool to play uh, play something that wasn't bluegrass and could kind of stretch out a little bit country rock flavored thing I just love the story of that too where the guy you know, picks up this hitchhiker and and they they go and they they rob banks you know from Nevada all the way to Memphis to Graceland and then they break into to Graceland and they steal one of Elvis's Cadillacs you know I mean what more rebel do you get than that you know like yeah but uh, it was a real fun album it just had this jam session thing about it right. like it was everybody everybody was really into it and you know it just it, it, uh, it really came together effortlessly, I would say. That's fun. Yeah, when you look at uh, who's, who's on the record, you, you, you just think, well, that's about all of them right there. That's everybody you know, yeah. in that world. So Tarnation, um, it, it's like you're, you're reading my questions. I was going to ask you about Tall Fiddler and, and Tarnation. But was, um, did you say Tarnation was, did, it, did, did you guys totally write it together? Was it just kind of a riff that Bela had? Well, Bela had the first slow part, and then... We worked a little bit on the second part, I think, together. Uh, and then I had, uh, because we got to talking about because it's actually two tunes. Like it goes into that fast thing and it's another tune entirely, you know, and then it comes back to the slow thing, you know. And so, like, um, 
he he said something like it would be cool to have something to go along with that that's real fast or it's a different tempo than than what we're playing and so i i started uh writing the first part of that and uh i i came up with the first part and i think bela came up with a lot of a lot of the second part but yeah it was it was weird how easy it was like um and also what's really cool to me because i know how much of a perfectionist he is you know he hears everything anything that you play Bela hears it all and knows how it's supposed to go you know and like i i have been there and like butchering his stuff and and i know i am and he knows i am and but he's totally not he's totally chill about it. he's like you know i know i know you know what needs to happen you know and i know you're gonna you know it's all right i know you'll get it and uh that was really cool to me yeah for for as technical of a player as he is to, to be that chill about it and and he really is there's a fun factor that goes on you're gonna rehearse and you're gonna get the music right but but then there's this all right i'm gonna just play anything and if i crash and burn i crash and burn but still i'm gonna play i'm gonna play something today that i've never played before and it it always happens i hear stuff out of him every night that that i've never heard Well, I had one other question about a song from that album, uh, yeah. the legend uh, Del McCurry, the song um, Beauty of My Dreams, you recorded with him. Um, can you talk about that song a little bit? Yeah, I've loved that song for years. And uh, and Josh, our guitar player, we started jamming on it, I think. Um, and my favorite version of that song, there's a, there's a Del, well, it's a... Uh, it's Mac Wiseman, Doc Watson, and Del McCurry. Mac, Doc, and Del. They did an album that came out in the late 90s. And I think it came out on uh, this Grass record label. This guy, Scott Rouse, produced it. But uh, it's really good. It's a really good album. It has stuff with Mac, Doc, and Del playing together. Then it has some stuff of where they split off and, uh, you know, like... Doc and Ronnie will play Black Mountain Rag or something like that, and then you'll hear, you know, Dell play one and sing one by himself, you know, and, and there, then there's some, there's a couple tunes with the full band, and that version of Beauty of My Dreams on that record, I heard that when I was about 16, 17 years old, and I was like, man, that's bluegrass, and so I, we we started jamming on it, and. Uh, I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool to 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 do this and get Dale to to sing on it with us and with Josh and uh, and he was willing to do it and I've I've known Dale for quite a while and they're some of the nicest people all the yeah Dale Ronnie and Rob well the whole band I mean they're just the nicest most down to earth people you know and 
on top of being such great musicians, but like when I was a kid, even before I was out playing or anything, I mean, they, they would talk, they would answer your questions, you know, if you wanted to know about anything, they would show you, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, who's this kid coming up asking all this stuff. I mean, they... It, it really meant a lot to me. Yeah. You, know, you remember when, when you're young and growing up and trying to learn how to play, you remember the people who, who uh, took the time you know, to, to uh, talk or whatever. But yeah, they're, they're some of our favorite people. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, you, you know, you mentioned uh, touring with, with Bela and, and, and your band and all that. Um, do you have any other projects coming up this year? Any recordings, more yeah, shows, and stuff like that? Record uh, with uh, the bands on it and some other special guests uh, on, uh, should be coming out hopefully uh, around February of next year with some singles coming out before. But uh, yeah, this record, I'm really excited about it. It's got a uh, a tune that me and Bella and Cody Kilby and Barry Bales during the pandemic uh, I went to school and learned how to use Pro Tools and I, I do a lot of overdub sessions at the house like when I'm not playing out on the road people send me tracks to play on and uh, I figured out a way to do it I was doing it on my phone and I had an audio interface that I hooked up to my iPhone and I was using a studio app to and a condenser mic you know and I was doing tracks that way but it's not the easiest way to go about it but I ran into this guy online and he he's uh, also visually impaired his name is Matt Demert and he's from Ohio and he works with uh, people who are visually impaired he teaches other people who are you know maybe losing their sight or you know have a little vision and as they get older it deteriorates or whatever he'll show them how to how to use a computer with speech or how to use QuickBooks or how to use any so he's a singer and he hired me to play on something and we got to talking he's like well what do you use I said well I'm just doing it on my phone and um, he said, well, man, have you ever messed with Pro Tools? I said, no. I didn't think you know, it was set up for screen readers or anything. He's like, no, nah, I can tell you what to get. And uh, he talked me through a bunch of it. And I went over to his house for a few days in Ohio and took a bunch of lessons. There's still a bunch I need to learn. But I know enough just to do just to be dangerous you know <laughs> and so when the pandemic started I thought man what are we you know and I, I had this tune had this mandolin instrumental and I talked to Cody Kilby about man would you want to mess around with this sometime and maybe send some tracks back and forth on it and and he said yeah and and we we kind of talked about an arrangement and he sent a guitar track and then I sent it to Barry Bales and he played bass on it and then I played the mandolin and, and fiddle and I thought man this is actually turning out pretty good <laughs> and, uh, and it came together like I'd never done anything like that just send a file like we we were never in the same room we all just sent the files back and forth to, to each other and played on it at home 
And so I uh, I asked Bela about it. He said, yeah, send it to me. I'll play on it. <laughs> and uh, so that's uh, that's one that we've got. And then uh, we've got some with the band. We got a, a song that we did on stage a little bit ago. It's called One Horse Town. That uh, It's a Blackberry Smoke song. And... Uh, Josh, our guitar player, he really turned us on to Blackberry Smoke, and I hadn't heard any of their stuff. And, yeah, they are, and um, and the same deal, you know. I thought, man, what would be cool if we could get that lead singer to sing on this with with us, you know? And uh, and I also he is managed by the same agency uh, company however you say it that uh, manages Tommy and Jerry and so I contacted Tommy's manager and he put me in touch with Charlie Starr of Blackberry Smoke and so I'm emailing this guy and I'm thinking man he ain't gonna know me from Adam you know his country rock player you know and and, uh, I sent him an email and I kind of told him who I was and and the band about the band and what we were doing and uh, that we were going to do One Horse Town I'd love to have you sing on it or be a part of it if you wanted to and he sent me back an email and he's like hey man I know you I used to watch you play years ago at Hilfer's Gospel Barn in LaGrange, Georgia and I couldn't believe it I was like you gotta be kidding and so and he he sang on that like we did the track and um, same deal as during the pandemic we we did the session and then we sent it to him he's like you know if he sent it to uh, the studio in Atlanta I'll do it and send it back to you and uh, he said I can sing harmony on the chorus and uh, and I'll I'll sing the second verse and uh, and it was kind of like when you send files back and forth, you really don't know what you're gonna get sometimes, you know? And like I'd never we had never worked together. And, you know, he I I was kinda wondering what we would get, you know. And but I we got it back, man. It was just perfect. And it was it was so good and I, I sent him an email and I said, Charlie, you know, I wanna thank you for taking spending all the time on it and uh you know it's it's great and he he wasn't gonna take any money for it i said no you need to get paid man everybody else is getting paid you might as well also but uh man it was just so so cool to collaborate with him from i guess afar that's awesome yeah so we got a bunch of bunch of new exciting things happening on this album that I, I can't wait for you all to hear fantastic well you guys sounded amazing uh, I saw you last night and I saw you this morning as well and the band sounded just just fantastic so um, uh, thanks for, for coming over today that helps oh yeah god it was chilly last night <laughs> that always helps uh, if, if people want to find you online and, and uh, know more about you all that kind of stuff what's the best place to check on social media Superband.com. And then uh, uh, social media, everything is at Michael Cleveland Fiddle. Okay. So we we'll have we have Facebook and Instagram and 
all that and then uh, the, the website flamekeeperband.com or michaelclevelandfiddle.com either one of those fantastic alright well I appreciate you taking some time to chat with me yeah, and uh, yeah, good luck out on the road yeah no problem thanks thanks Michael for chatting with me and thank you for listening check him out online and while you're at it give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook until next time everybody have a good one <laughs>